0: Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves, and today I have two people you guys are familiar with back in the building with me. I have Maddie and Jamonte Say hey, y'all.
1: Hello. What's up, guys?
0: What's up? What's up? They acting like they're shy, y'all. All right, and so today we have a pretty good um, conversation that we're going to have later for the No, th- we're not shy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have for about a week, but um, how you guys been doing? Like, what's been going on since the last time you've been here? Uh, Maddie, I know we're in different spaces, so what's been going on with you, too?
2: Yeah, you know, I'm down here um, on the outskirts of Atlanta, so corona doesn't exist here. No, I'm just saying. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: but no, I've been um, in super creation mode, um, knocking out new music, um, working on releases with a few collectives I've been writing with um creating new pieces for my jewelry line and uh studying man so just kind of in go mode
0: i feel that i feel like this is the best time since we all still are kind of like still to just dive into whatever it is that you want to work on like i feel like you know for me like i'm slowly trying to like it's a lot of things that i'm doing like reading and all that stuff but i mean you know, now I've been, like, really trying to just be quiet for a moment and really kind of focus on things that, like, I've said I wanted to do or things I'm trying to do or things I'm trying to work on. So this has been, like, the best year for that, just being still. Facts. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to, Jumonte? Uh,
1: same here. I think creation all across the board is definitely necessary since we've been sitting still, as you said. Uh, but working on myself, uh, continuing to learn. Um, I think the last time I was here it was in uh, springtime, so at that point, I had just started um, becoming more present on social media, and it was uh, a big challenge to me, and that actually speaks to a topic um, going on later, but um, now I'm starting to be more active, so I'm definitely proud of myself on that, and uh, just continuing to grow.
0: I have such a love hate relationship with social media like i know that i have to be on it more because of you know my creative space and like just you know publicizing everything like the the podcast and all that but Mm -hmm. i've been finding myself lately i don't be on for a week sometimes like i'll get on and post my episode and then like i'm off like the rest of the week which i need to stop doing like because i need to be on there but it's just so sometimes so fucking toxic and just full of ridiculous sometimes like just being on there and it's like i like i love twitter that's where you usually find me like I'm scrolling looking at Twitter and sometimes I don't know why I just said look at the comments sometimes and I'm like oh my god it's just horrible man it's horrible
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I'm telling you social yeah. media boy just be crazy You're reckless
1: yeah you you have to have a plan uh, when you when you get on social media because you can definitely get pulled into the trap
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: and scroll for hours and hours and hours and then you just lose time
0: oh yeah definitely but yeah, I haven't been doing much of anything either. You know, just being quiet, still, and uh, just still trying to just work on my stuff. So I think that's, that's important and cool. I think we're all kind of saying the pretty much same thing. So, um, anything else you guys want to talk about? We're gonna roll into motivational Monday. Oh, uh, let's get it. Okay. Yeah, we're here for the ride. All right. So this week for motivational Monday, I wanted to do a journal entry. Um, since the thought of the week this week is going to be on conquering your fears. I wanted you to do a journal entry where you recall a time you had to conquer your fears and um, what was it? How did it make you feel? And what did you get out of the experience? So uh, that should be about, you know, about 10, 15 minutes if you want jot that down in your journal. Um, And I hope you guys are actually doing your journal entries. I like them. Um, And I like sometimes having a prompt when you kind of like you need to journal, you don't really know like what you want to talk about that day. So use these for days that you kind of want a little prompt to, get you going and have something to kind of talk about for today. All right. So my black excellence this week, I saw this online. I think yesterday I saw this and um, it was about Princeton. They renamed the, they replaced Woodrow Wilson on the residential building and renamed it um, Melody Hobson after um, a black woman. And let's see, let's see all of her accolades here. Um, so she is the co-CEO of Aerial Investments, where she began her career as a summer intern in 1989. She also serves as chairman of the board of trustees of the Aerial Investment Trust and the company's publicly traded mutual funds and serves on Starbucks and J.P. Morgan Chase boards. Previously, she served as, served as a director of Estee Lauder and board chair of DreamWorks Animation SKG. She is committed to service and is the chairman of after school matters, a Chicago nonprofit providing jobs and enrichment programs for inner cities teens. Um, lately, you've been seeing the push for um, replacement of names that have any racial ties, and it's not just Princeton, but Princeton has really been in the you know one of the ones that's really trying to push just for um, getting rid of any kind of like you know racial issues or just um, like legacy of like any legacy that might be left there. I think a few years ago, we also saw that they. Um, they renamed uh, it was another building on campus after um, Toni Morrison, so that was pretty cool too. So um, that's all I have for the, the Black Excellence. I think it's cool when you when um when you when you have something like this, and because I know for me, like when I was on campus, when I would see buildings named after people, I always went and looked and see who the person was. So I think when you have someone of color that you can sit and look at all their accomplishments um, as a young adult, I think that's pretty cool. So. Uh, I thought it was really cool when I saw it, so that's what I have for the Black Excellence. All right. So this week, for the thought of the week, uh, we're not going to do any hot topics this week because I really want to just focus on the conversation since I have two people here with me today. And this week, we're going to talk about um, conquering your fears. I thought it was important because the last couple weeks, if you notice, actually the last couple months, I've really been uh, discussing self care and doing things for yourself and things like that, mainly from the standpoint of, I think, because we've been in the house, we've been in this crazy space, you know, with COVID and just, you know, his election year. It's just, I feel like it's always just been craziness. And this is the time, if any time, to really try to focus on yourself and make that a priority because we we are, you know, in the house and we are pretty much with ourselves. So um, I wanted to go over conquering fears and, we just share some of our own personal stories and we just kind of have a conversation on that. So let's just get into the thought of the week. All right. So like I stated for the thought of the week this week, we're going to be discussing conquering our fears. What does that look like? And just, you know, sharing some of our own personal stories and journeys. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, Maddie, and then we'll go to Hoppy and then I'll hop back to myself. So what's a time when you uh, conquered your fears?
2: Um, a good friend of mine reminded me of a time where I was being courageous, um, and I didn't even look at it that way. But to answer the question you just posed, a time where I conquered my fears was picking up and leaving North Carolina and moving down to Atlanta to chase my dreams would say um uh, I songwrite for those who didn't catch me the first time I'm a songwriter um creator uh thinker but uh songwriting is what I came down here to Atlanta to pursue five years ago um but it got to a point where I was so uncomfortable staying because I was just resisting the shift um to where I had I had to jump and go and I planned like a year out um but it yeah, life just kept, you know, it starts tapping you on your shoulder um, and then it starts shaking you after some time when you're not listening. Um, but it was, it was a little scary. Um, it it was a little frightening to shift because I was so much in my comfort zone. You know, I'm staying at home with my mom. I'm working in my old high school. Like, I'm surrounded by everything that I know. Um, and to come move down here to Georgia was Was a step for me,
0: but I'm I'm glad glad I did. All your family, right?
2: When you first came away
0: from all your family, right?
2: Um. Well, my my main core. I actually have family out here in Marietta, um, and then uh, out this out in Conyers. Okay, so you wasn't a a yes, yeah, exactly. I wasn't completely alone, and I would always be in, in like over the years, even through college, I was always in and out of Atlanta. Uh, it's, it's writing sessions at events, um, meeting new creatives, taking meetings and stuff. So um, Atlanta was was uh, one of my stumping grounds before I moved here, before it became my second home. But um, yeah, just kind of walking away from my traditional, because like like you mentioned, um, I did my you know, four years of undergrad, and I even started grad school um and I guess that's that's another example of where I kind of conquered my fear because I was there I all I had was my internship and practicum left but I didn't I I wasn't there for me
0: yeah
2: I only went back to grad because I kept getting pressed like hey that's the next step to go you know you got your degree you need to go get get your master's and but I really didn't want to be there and it was an excellent program at North Carolina a um excellent program but it it wasn't, it wasn't the direction that I was supposed to be going in.
0: Yeah. And I think that's important too, because a lot of times, you know, and I'm, and I'm one of those people, you know, like, I'm just now getting to the point in my thirties where I'm willing to kind of like start stepping out more in faith and with, with things that like you're passionate about. when I was younger, you know, it was more so like you go to, like, I care so much about just not being successful, you know, like I, I felt like, you know, I I could not go home, you know what I'm saying, after school. And it was like just that pressure of like, you know, I have to create something for myself and I have to do something for myself. But yeah, so I had that pressure of like, you know, feeling like I had to know what I was doing and follow this, like, you know, because um, I mean, I went to grad school uh, multiple times, you know, I have multiple degrees and, uh, you know, feeling like I always got to keep chasing, keep chasing, keep chasing just to be successful until I got into my 30s where I really started figuring out self-care and focusing on like my passions and things like that. Like, even though education is great and I, you know, I believe in education, but um, I think it's important for you to do things that you want to do for yourself. Like for you to be happy, you know what I'm saying? Your passions and things like that. And people don't realize being a creative, how much sacrifice that shit takes. Like I tell you all the time and you probably don't listen to me, but (laughs) <laughs> so what what you did with you leaving and being there and you're still there and just kind of like I mean you have like a million fucking jobs like you know you you will find money somewhere to survive you know and a lot of people can't fucking do that like a lot of people would have been back home by now you know what I'm saying but mm. you're still you know chasing your dream and it's you know amenable really
2: I appreciate that at, at this point there's no other way ain't no ain't going back yes yeah. it's,
0: it's yeah, only going to be one way yeah. So, what about you, Jamonte? Yeah.
1: So, my fears, um, they've always been addressed trying new occupations. I am a person who doesn't like to sit still when it comes to learning, um, especially if I'm getting paid to do so. Um, so, most recently, I think my biggest feat was actually traveling from state to state doing aviation maintenance. That was something that I had to take a very, very, very huge leap of faith into doing, because I didn't have any experience in it. I mean, I had the base experience, you know, um, knowing how to read manuals and uh, knowing how to work with certain tools, but actually just working on aircraft that was something that I had never did um, um, in my prior, my prior work experience. So I just traveling, like I said, from different states, living literally by myself in a city without my wife. So that was very nerve wracking for her and me. Um, and just meeting new people and knowing that I could work with them one day and never see them again for the rest of my life. So um I was a nervous wreck for probably about three months. I did it for like almost almost two years. And um it, to say the least, it was it was um very exciting, but um I was I was very scared. So um that right there took a lot of guts for me. Um and so I can relate to what Maddie was referring to when she said she just up and left. Um, because I think within like eight months, I had already visited like maybe like three cities on the East Coast. Um so that was a lot of traveling, like I said, a lot of m- meeting a lot of new people with different personalities, having to work with them. And then so it it, it was a wild. But yeah, for me that's what it was.
0: I didn't even realize it had been that long. I know when you when you were gone, um, one, I saw my trees all the time, you know, probably yeah. more than I probably wanted to. But, um, yeah. but, no, but, I mean, I think even with that, like, y'all been together for so long, like, you know, since y'all were teenagers, and then, you know, mm-hmm. kind of have this shift out of nowhere, you know, where mm-hmm. and I think it was important for you to kind of, like, do the things that you needed to do and kind of see, you know, because like, you like to work with your hands. You like to try new yeah. things. And so I thought it was important for you to do it for yourself. But, you know, when you're inside of a marriage and you kind of shake things up from your norm, you know, I think that's mm-hmm. difficult. And that could be a scary thing, too. You know, because mm-hmm. now you've got this new normal that never has been a normal. You know, you guys right. have always been together. You know what I'm saying? Right.
1: And that was that was a huge test for us. And um, we didn't enjoy it, but it was necessary. Because, like, as I said, um, I was in different cities. And what, what she did enjoy is that, I would have her travel to come see me. So I, a few times where I was in New York, we went to New York City, uh, upstate New York, Florida, DC, um, Atlanta. I can I can go on and on, but yeah, she was able to fly, and um, that was I think her first time flying. You know those 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 few times. So you know you, you try to get what you can out of every experience.
0: Do you think that? Um with the experience that it made you guys stronger because you had to change your level of communication?
1: Yes, it it definitely made her stronger um, because we we had to communicate with each other because we were long distance. Um, we had never been long distance before because um, even when we were in school and I came back home and she was still living in Greensboro, you know, it's, it's a hop and a skip, you know, to Charlotte, North Carolina. But, you know, to be thousands of miles away, I think the furthest that I ever was was um, Wisconsin, yeah. Superior, Wisconsin, um, which is a beautiful place, but very cold and it's um, not a lot of diversity. And I had spent my, my I think my 29th birthday there and it was very lonely because I had spent, you know, the prior birthdays with her and my friends. So uh, yeah, it definitely made us stronger.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right. So my next uh, thing, and we both, we all can kind of answer this. I'm, I'm going to put two of the questions kind of together. Cause kind of the same thing. So the first one I want to, you know, talk about is how do you think that you live less in fear? Like I know it's I, the next question was, do you think it's possible to live without fear? And so we can talk about that, but how do you think it's, how do you think you live less in fear right now?
2: Um, I'll answer them in reverse. I do, I don't think that, I don't think it's possible to live without fear because I think fear is kind of a compass. Like when you feel it for me, sometimes that's when you know that's the the direction that you need to go in and face. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense? Yeah. Um so the question is how do you does it can you live without it and then how do you conquer it?
0: Is, is, possible, is it possible to live without it? And right now, like, how are you living less in fear right now?
2: Less in fear? Okay. So I know I think, I think it, it will always exist on some level. Um, but living less in fear, um, for me, is just kind of just making a decision, really. Um, again, when I, when I see it, I walk towards it. And it's like the, the closer I get to it, and when I make that decision that I'm going to face it, it's, it begins to dwindle. Um, it's like like it's just something opening up, like you see a little shadow in the corner, and you in your mind you can't even see what it is, but in your mind it could be all of these horrible things. But the closer you get, the lighter it gets, and you start to see, oh, it's not so bad. So that's that's kind of how I look at fear. Don't yeah. make it easy, but
0: but um yeah. the answer for me is just,
1: just to kind of walk towards it.
0: And what do you think, Jamonte
1: uh, for me, I, I just feel like you have to do your due diligence, right? So, uh, mika you've been with me um, for a very long time, right? Uh, and you see me go through my experience in 2018 up until this present time. And you, you have to know what fear is, right? So um, the, the definition is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that something's wrong or something is dangerous, right? So, like, the oper- the operative word in, in that... Um, in that description or that definition is, is, is emotion. So for me, when I was um, experiencing or going through the grief um, from losing my brother, you know, I, I had to, thanks to you Nico, uh, um, and my wife, I had to pick up some books and the books that I chose to read were um, about neuroscience. And obviously the, you know, neuroscience is the study of the nervous system, which is the brain and spinal cord and you you have to understand how your brain works your brain is it it's it creates that that fear that emotion um so yeah so in order for you to do that you you have to pick up a book and um it's not something that you can just you know look face to face and not knowing where it's coming from um so as as far as the brain goes you, you you have like different parts and by no means am I an expert but this is what i had to do to actually um, get over the emotions and address the emotions that I was having, um, dealing with my grief. Um, So uh, as far as the brain goes, you have um, the limbic brain, which is responsible for your emotions. um, And your your reptilian brain, which is um, responsible for like human instinct or like fight or flight. So like when you're experiencing fear or when you're experiencing something that's unknown, it's just like, okay, your brain is gonna automatically tell you, okay, we're not comfortable with this. We, We need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Or it's just like, okay, well, this is something that I'm I'm okay with dealing with. So maybe we could, you know, fight it. You see what I'm saying? And then on the other side, you have your, your rational thinking, which is the neocortex. So I think it's very important for people to understand how the brain operates. Because, you know, even though the brain is small, it's the strongest muscle. And uh, it plays a big part in your everyday life.
0: Yeah, totally agree. That was a good answer to my um, And I also think that, you know... When, that's why I wanted to kind of put these questions together because it's kind of the same thing. Um, yeah, so when I um, was thinking about whether or not uh, it's possible to not live in fear, I think when people say that they're just absolutely fearless, uh, I don't know if that's fully the truth, but I think that um, when I think about myself and living less in fear, uh, that's something I think I do more now, but I'm still, you know, I still get scared to do things and stuff like that but I think at this point in life I don't think there's anything that I've ever been like I'm afraid to do it and I'm just not gonna do it and I was um I was telling Maddie um like when I decided I wanted to start the podcast um I had been mulling it over for like months it probably was like I don't know, probably six to eight months, probably the year before. And I kept saying, I'm going to start, I'm going to start. And then, then I'm like, you know, try to be more intentional. And I'm like, I'm going to start in January. Then January came and I'm like, I'm going to start in February because I didn't know anything about, you know, I I listened to podcasts all the time, but I didn't know anything about creating a podcast. I didn't know anything about what did I need? You know, I had no clue how to even put a podcast together. Right. And so that was probably the most fearful thing. And when I go back and listen to my earlier episodes, I'm like, Jesus, you know, it was crazy, what's going, on. It was crazy what's going on. But I mean, but it was just because I didn't, I really didn't know, but I had to step out on, on like faith and like, you know, conquer my fears because I literally was like, I was sitting at home and I was just thinking, and I was like, I'm at the, I'm at the start today, you know, literally. No, I think I was like, I'm gonna start the next day. And so I got up, went, went to the store. I bought all my shit in one day. Um, I know when I was leaving, I know my house probably was like, what the fuck is she doing? I uh, Dropped some money that day. And I just like, I'm going, I'm leaving. I'll be back. So I go ask the guy, like, what do I need? Like, you know, tell him everything that I was trying to do to get started and came home with all this shit. I'm sitting there looking at all this shit in my office. And I literally taught myself how to do it. And when I first started recording, even if it was like a 30 minute episode, I was scared of shit. You can like sometimes hear me, sound like my voice quivering on there yeah and um and it would take me like all day to edit 30 minutes because i didn't i did not know you know fully what i was doing i had no music you know i had like nothing going on like i'm just sitting there and it's it's funny because um if i was one of those people that just was, was like you you can't either like had imposter syndrome which goes to my next question like a lot of people have imposter syndrome as to why they stop themselves from doing things by telling themselves like no one's going to listen or, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't do these things and things like that. Like if I would have felt like nobody was going to listen and this was just kind of like whatever, then, you know, I would have stopped myself from the beginning and not even started. Or if I would have been like, this is too much. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know, this is very daunting. And it was like, you know, I still sit and can't believe that I've been doing this for over a year and I, and I make time to do this every week. Right. And, you know, And when you look back on it, I just think that when you see the courage that you have to conquer your fears and then you see the reward in it, that's what makes you a stronger person, you know, because you're going to always have the fear of something, right? But the fact that you had courage to, you know, step out on faith, conquer your fears and do it, that's how you build yourself, your inner, your strength like that. And I think that's where it comes from. You know what I'm saying? Um, I recall another time, you know, when I was talking to the child and he would tell me times that he's nervous and he's, you know, fearful and things like that. But I'm like, and I always tell him, like, if you were if you did something and you, and you said, told me you weren't, weren't nervous. i like who' he was doing his poetry and I'm like, if you weren't nervous about it, I would think that you didn't give a fuck about it because you're, you're nervous because you care about it. You know, you want to mm-hmm. be good at what you're doing and you have fear because you want to be good at what you're doing. And that's normal. And mm-hmm. that's because the fact that you can sit and look later and say, I got on the stage and I did this in front of all these people and I was great at it, then that's something that's gonna build you for times that you have to face something harder, you know, later in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. you know, I always tell people they're like, Yo, you know, I'm fearless. I don't think anybody's fearless, right? You know? You might be a daredevil one jump off a mountain, but you, you know, yeah. I don't think it's necessary to have
1: that yeah, that emotion, definitely.
2: Yeah, definitely. So, I think those people have just done so well at, um, like Jemonte said, getting to understand how your mind works. They, mm-hmm. I think those are people who actually got to understand what fear is, and they mm-hmm. just automatically move in spite of it. Mm-hmm. I, think, mm-hmm. I think that's what they're probably referring to. They have less hesitation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just, just do it, yeah. And for me, I, I think the platform, even though it's a small platform, uh, just being on social media and, you know, um, letting the world know that, and I'm pretty sure, Maddie, you can attest to this because you're vegan, right? So yeah. I'm a pescatarian <clears throat> and then, you know, telling people like, okay, this is the lifestyle that I live, you know, as far as yoga and meditation and, you know, binaural beats and, you know, like, you know, uh, meditation music. So they say, what, bro, like you're black. Like this is, this is the lifestyle you live. You don't eat chicken? Like what? Like, no, bro, I, I don't. I, it's been over six years. This is how I've been living my life and I enjoy it. But that judgment is sometimes what um, is it, a part of fear because you're afraid of what people may think of you. And I battled with that for a while. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't uh, let people know the type of lifestyle that I live. And then, you know, I finally you know, took that leap of faith with my wife and started that page. As I said, it's a small platform, but it, it's, it's helping someone. Yep. And I think that's what matters the most.
0: Thanks. Yeah, definitely. And I was going to, you guys kind of basically already answered the question. I was going to kind of go into why do you think so many people, you know, do not face their fears? Um, and we all kind of just kind of touched on that. But I also wanted to say, too, I mean, I think that regardless of if something like a platform is big or small, like right now, you know, uh, with Jumonte, if you guys recall, my sister was on here. She talked about, um, you know, their fitness page and they're, they're like kind of like a lifestyle page. Is, is it, what What would you say, Jumonte? Yeah. Yeah, healthy lifestyle page. Yeah. Um I, I didn't know that when you when you just talked like you um you didn't really want people to know like kind of like your um your lifestyle. It, so you feel like, you know, at times you didn't say anything because you felt like you were gonna be judged? Or you just
1: yeah, say- all the all the time because I come from a background. Um we're from the south, obviously. So we ate soul food, which is you know, your your average meal all the time, chicken, beef, pork, bacon, you know, uh, Anything with meat, dude. you know some mac and cheese, you know what I'm saying? A lot of dairy. So, like, when I cut it out of my life at the beginning, it was like, bro, like, what are you doing? How are you going to survive? You're already 150 pounds. You see what I'm saying? So, it, it was just like, it was very discouraging. And even though, you know, my inner circle understood, it was hard for like coworkers and people I would meet and sometimes the opposite race, they would just, they would look at me and like, bro, that's, Really? And I still get the same look, but now I'm more confident because it's just like, okay, let me break this down to you so you can understand what you're eating, why you're eating it, and why you shouldn't be eating it. And if you do eat it, then this is the alternative. Right? right? So I feel more comfortable explaining it versus at the beginning, it was just like, well, this is why I did it. And, you know, I'm I'm on this journey, but you know, I can't really tell you anything else.
0: Well, I um, I think you're working, you're walking more in your, you know, journey. Like at the beginning, you were just starting... Yeah. I think when you start any journey, um, mm-hmm. you you still don't really know what exactly this is gonna be, right? Mm-hmm. When you're like fully walking in, just like you, man. I mean, you're a vegan. Like when you're fully walking in it, you know, now you're completely you in, and you're in it. so you're like, this is what it is. Cause I am still mm-hmm. I'm still trying to stop eating chicken, you know.
1: <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get rid of the chicken wings, man. Addicted to the chicken.
2: All right. Yeah. I'm I still got addictions. I'm addicted to coffee. It's it's all your own journey. And once I understood that, I stopped being, like, when people would uh, damn near aggress me when I would tell them that I'm vegan. Um, So weird. But once I really understood for myself, even even more so, I knew why I did it. Um, But I was able to um, return that aggression with information. Mm -hmm. Or just, like, just to smooth it out and just be like, Hey, it's just this is what I did for for myself and why I did it for myself. Um, some people, when you say it, they get they. It's as if you're saying to them, "This is my lifestyle and this is how your lifestyle need to be." But you don't even say right. that. But they talk to you like you just said that they're doing something wrong. But it's like no, right. this is just my choice, um, and this is why I did it. And if you find something in what I'm doing, excellent. If not, then that's cool. But you know, my decision is for me. Why do
0: not, you you. People, not to cut you off, Manny, but why do you think people be so uncomfortable with somebody else walking and living their truth? Like, why do people, why is that like that, do you think? Uh, because
1: they're scared to live theirs. And, what, and whatever, uh, whatever interval of time that they have going on with what they're trying to pursue, if they don't pursue it and they see somebody else chasing their dream or you know, accomplishing goals, whether it's small or big, the I, envy and jealousy comes into play so that it, it that energy bounces off and it comes out as words and words are very powerful and people don't realize that so um yeah i, I think that's why
2: yeah i think i think they're convicted it's like a, like you said a level of conviction that they're dealing with inside like dang i'm eating this but i probably shouldn't be eating it and you know what i'm saying your lifestyle challenges
1: mm-hmm.
2: that mm-hmm. internal conversation that they
0: but I think that's a good point because that's another, that's another reminder of how people can knock you off your course, you know, just, okay. give, just giving their, their opinions, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I tell them all the time, like, I don't give a fuck about what you might think about me, like, at all. And mm-hmm. I think, like, I like like I really don't. As far as, like, what I'm doing, like, I care if you think I'm a good person because I try to be, right? But at the end of the day, like, I don't really care. But I think that's what made me, has made me, like, uh a lot more happier in life because like i don't think anybody could say something to me to where um it would make me want to do something opposite of what i'm already doing because i'm solid in myself and i think a lot of times people aren't very solid in themselves so they easily can just be like man you're right pass me them chicken wings you you know do whatever and i'm like i don't care how you can get knocked that easily off your course but that's another that's another reason why people don't face their fears because it's just that you know, all the things that come, you know, with that. So um, this is pretty much the last question to round us out, but was there any advice you were given, like when you talk to your friends or family about like stepping out on your fears and things like that? Like, was there any advice that anybody gave you?
1: For me, it was just to do the work. Right. I I think that's a quote that you use all the time Um, when it comes to facing your fears or stepping out on faith or, you know, however you want to say it, you, it, it's hard work. So you you have to be um, actionable about that every day. It's a job, right? So whether you're working on your mental health um, or your, your physique, wh- whatever it is, you, you, you have to put forth the effort. And um, yeah, so that involves to sort of being my day, as much as possible or listening to audio books or Articles, being truthful with yourself. If you feel like you need to go to counseling, if you need, if, if you, if you feel as if you need a um, a therapist, do whatever works for you. But you have to be honest with yourself, seriously. Definitely, for
0: sure. What about you, Maddie? Um,
2: advice? Uh, I guess I saw it more so as um, I got a lot of encouragement, uh, even before I moved when I left North Carolina, um, there was just so much support in me following, I, not oddly, but it's probably not normal for a lot of people, but there was so much support in me just kind of doing a, uh, going towards an alternative path. Um, like, in, I was taken out to, like, lunch for my great aunt and one of my old students or athlete's parents. Like, it was just a barrage of support and love, Um so that in itself was was the encouragement or quote unquote advice to to do to continue to go in the direction I was headed in.
0: Um, yeah, that's good though. I mean, I think support uh is a good thing um with anything, and so when I say and think about just conquering fears, and when I was younger, um you know, and I was you know uh at church, um I struggled with this for a long time because they were saying worry less, worry less, worry less. Like you shouldn't fret over worrying. I'm a worrier, right? And so now um, that's something I had to really, really, really work on and just having more faith just in myself. But when I was younger, like I really didn't understand what it meant to worry less and just, you know, but now that I'm older, like I do understand what it means to worry less and kind of like, you know, have the faith in if you're doing the work and you're doing everything that you need to be doing, then it's going to work. Like once I got to a place that like, I stopped worrying about what if I fail and all these things. Um, and I still, and I still, to this day, like I've had episodes where I've talked about it, even last year and going to this year, like I still um, trying to figure out what's my purpose. You know, like, what when, when am I walking towards? Like constantly, I'm always wondering like, you know, what what is my purpose? What should I be doing, right? Where it can be a little obsessive sometimes for me. So I um, have to find that balance. And so, um, my greatest advice I think that I've gotten, you know is that I have to stop worrying to the point of mm-hmm. like you know you can worry yourself to the point that you don't even get started
2: right That's you know, true. Because,
0: you, because you're scared, you know like you just you you're stuck in like the fear of all these things, and you know my point to all this today was just that I want more people to realize that you know if there's something that you're pondering or something that you feel like you want to do, whether it's a um a work change. It could be a life change. It could be, you know, um, starting like me, you may talk about starting our passions and doing things that you want to do. And, um, I think you got to just get started. You got to do it and you can't let things, you know, obstacles and things like that get in your way. Um, was there any other advice anybody else wanted to give before I go into this article?
2: Um, for sure. I, I would advise all your listeners to, um, just to remember what, fear represents. And uh, one of the best ways I've heard it broken down is false evidence appearing real. Um, Our mind is so freaking powerful. It could be, um, it's a gift and a curse. We can create all of these scenarios that have not happened yet. So just as you continue to to go on this life journey, remember that it's not real until it's real. So all of the negative things that you can think up, they are not real. So walk forward in spite of those things, and and combat yourself at cre- don't create those barriers that don't even exist in your mind, um, and just keep walking forward as slowly or as fast as you need to.
1: Okay, um, so I had mentioned being mindful, and I just wanted to give a um, a description on that. And I feel as if um, you should always live in the present um, because the past are happen and um, the future doesn't exist to uh, have anxiety about the future we think so much about it you know what's what's to come what's what may happen what may not happen being successful Uh, so I think that be more present and uh, focus on every second every minute of what you have going on right now uh, because all of the little things count even if you don't think it matters but what you do in this very moment it matters for the future if the future happens.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good, Dante. I, I, I totally uh, agree with you. A lot of people live so much in the past. Um, I find myself doing that sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, that I, I try not to as much. Um, but I think about the past a lot sometimes when I think about just, um, I guess, my past behaviors, you know. But um, you have, what well, you said it really is true. Like, you have to live in the present you know, cause that's all you have. Your life is the one that you have right now. It's just this one. Right. And so a lot of times I tell people, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta start living your life, man. You got to, because this shit, like we're still all still young, but I'm like, you know, this shit gets over so fast and it's just not promised. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't know. So, all right. So I found this article that I kind of wanted to go over really fast. Um, I'm not going to go fully into it, but I'm going to also post this in the notes because I thought it was really important just to kind of uh, read over. So it's eight successful mental habits to defeat fear, worry, and anxiety. So the first point they had was don't figure out things by yourself. Um, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but it basically was just talking about a lot of times when things get overwhelming in your mind, I personally do this sometimes as well. Um, you can self isolate where, you know, you think that you can do everything yourself. And so, uh, basically what this is saying is that, you know, if you have, um, uh, support groups, or like I, I like to say, safe places. Right? Um, there's not many people in my life that I'm willing to uh, talk about certain things with, but I do have safe spaces with people. Um, uh, the, the two people that's on this, um, you know, episode of me today, are one of my safe places where I feel like I can say something to them, and I know that they will give me really solid, sound advice. That's not something that's biased. And they'll tell me when I'm wrong, and I think you need people like that to give you real honesty and not just what you, what you want to hear. Um, the second point was be real with how you feel. Uh, we, we talk about this a lot quite a bit, um, and I break this down by saying like basically, um, to stop lying to yourself, you know, about anything that you're feeling, like you know you have to be honest. In order to see any kind of level of growth with yourself, you have to be honest. And if you're not willing to be honest, it's a lot of things that you're going to just stop yourself from doing. Um, Number three is be okay with some things being out of your control. Many times your worries are a direct result of the fact that you're not in control of everything. Um, This is definitely an area that I had to personally work on because I like to be in control of everything and um, pretty much everybody. So, you know, because I used to feel like that I was the only one that, I used to feel like that I was the only one that I felt that I could really bet my money on and trust, right? So that's not always a good mindset to have when you're in a relationship with somebody or things like that. Like you have to be able to um, trust somebody with something and you can't control every single thing because you're going be, to worry yourself to death if you, if you try to control every single thing. Sometimes you have to step out on faith and just know that things are going to work. If you did the work and you're giving 100 percent, And you're putting on the atmosphere and you're, you know, being obedient and things are going to work. So it's just having that faith in that. Number four is practice self-care. Self-care is going to be whatever, you know, you do, the things you do to make yourself happy. Uh, Last two, uh, three episodes ago, I talked about um, self-love languages and what that looks like for yourself. That's actually something that I really, really uh, want you guys to think about, to work on if you haven't done that, because identifying like what makes you happy, what is your, what does your self-care look like? um, You know, it's it's important to kind of like, you know, figure that thing out. And that way, when you're really doing your self-care, you're really being intentional with your self-care and what's going to make you happy. Number five is be conscious of your intentions. This could be something as simple as setting a calendar, Uh, And sticking with it. Um, With me doing a show, I try to work on this pretty much all throughout my week, on top of my work week. Um, But you have to do that with any anything that you're working on, like just because if you, because you could be a person where, and and I do this a lot with the child because he's still young and all over the place. But you know, making him be more intentional with his time, like down to he has a calendar in his room. Down to when you get out of school, you're going to be doing this. Because I think until you can get into a routine for yourself that you know that you can follow, and this is for adults too, when you get into a routine that you know you can follow, then you might not need reminders and things like that. But until you get to a place where you are solid and, okay, I need to be doing this, and this, and this, and you can't get off track, then having some kind of, you know, system to keep you on track and keep you focused would be, you know, a good thing. Um, so definitely being intentional with your time. That's a must. So number six is focus on positive thoughts. If you're feeling anxious, move, literally move, go outside and get some fresh air, put on earbuds and start listening to your favorite relaxing music. Give the speed metal or gangster rap a break while going for a brisk walk. Try to take your mind away from what's bothering you. Focus as you walk on positive thoughts that will make you feel self, feel safe, accepted, loved, and honored. Um, I think this is important in general. Like I try to, well, I do affirmations, but... I can't even be around negative people at this point in life. And so, you know, it's not even just about having positive thoughts. It's about just having positive energy in general. Um, And so, you know, if your circle end up being a lot smaller than what it was, I think it's uh, important to uh, surround yourself around people that is kind of talking the same way you're talking on the same wavelength because you can't be around negative people all fucking day. You know, that shit is draining to the spirit. And if it's positive things you're trying to do with your life, you got to cut out all the noise. And sometimes that might just be people and also your, your own personal thoughts as well. Um, number seven is practice mindfulness. You can practice it by intentionally putting the focus on your emotions and accepting in a non-judgmental way whatever thoughts and sensations you're experiencing in the moment. Um, I think you can get this a lot through um, meditation and I, I like to call it being quiet. I spent a lot of time being quiet with myself, uh, reading, um, journaling, and thinking about um, things that I personally want to work on. For me personally, present day, like I've spent, like last week was a tough week for me personally, and I spent pretty much almost every day trying to identify what truly is Mika's happiness and what does that look like for myself. And it has been difficult because you have to have, you have to ask yourself really hard questions and you have to sit in the feelings afterwards. And so, you know, I've been up a few nights just really sitting in them and uh, embracing like what, what it is that I'm feeling. And it's not always an easy thing to have those conversations. But I think when I think about mindfulness, um, that's kind of what I think about, like whatever that might be, you know, you have to sit and have conversations with yourself and think about it and really put things in perspective if you're really trying to see real growth with yourself. You know, you have to try to figure out how to answer those questions and that takes time. It takes time sometimes. And so number eight is train your brain to stop the fear response. This is kind of what Jamante was touching on earlier. Um, and I think that these these all these tips are not something that's just gonna happen um, overnight. These are things that you're gonna be training yourself over time as you go through it, you know, to start getting a routine, but I think the if you do every step and you start doing a routine, whether it's part of your journey or just or if this is one thing that you want to work on, conquering your fears, you have to be intentional with it every single day. And when you see yourself going to the left, you have to do something to bring yourself back to the right. So um, I like this article. I'm going to put this um, in the episode notes because it also gives pointers and things like that. Um, but that's all I really had today for conquering fears. Uh, Jamonte you guys want to uh, say anything else to finish this off? Um, thank you, Mika, for having us.
2: Um, one, it's just my thoughts podcast, your excellent podcast and platform. Um, and just for everyone listening, man, um, don't get so comfortable thinking that tomorrow's promised. Um, and, and this is to myself as well. Um, if you got a vision, execute. Execute as if tomorrow's not promised. Um, get in motion um yeah and be 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 kind to yourself yeah. i won't throw in patience because that, that'll get you back into your comfort zone Don't be <laughs> patient. yeah be be <laughs> kind to yourself and and put some pep in stuff
0: definitely
1: yeah so thank you um as well mika for allowing us on your podcast in your space um we appreciate it allowing us to uh voice our opinions um it's good to see you walking your purpose and I appreciate being a part of that. Well, thank y'all.
0: And I thank y'all so much so,
1: for, um, just there. to piggyback. Yeah, no problem. I love it. I love it. It's a part of my journey as well. Um, this is kind of like, a, a a group circle where you can just, just let go and then, you know, release that good energy in, into the world through sound waves. So that's what's up. Yeah.
0: And, um, you know, every week I wish that, you know, honestly, I could have a group of people on here because what I try to tell people, I'm like, when I get guests on, this is literally what it's like to talk to me on the phone. This is literally what, you know, the people that I surround myself with, like, we're all kind of on the same page. We're all kind of working, walking on journey and all of that. And so it's really cool. You know, I, last night my mom's over here and so she's like, we're um, she was saying something. And I was just like, yo, you know, the move is mental wellness people don't even realize that i'm like that is the fucking move you know what i'm saying like just you know having strong mental health and so um you know that's my purpose and that's what i believe in and um you know i i just think that everyone should kind of try to you know get into it you know personally but i do want to thank both of y'all for hopping on here with me today and talking about uh conquering fears this was a really good conversation a really dope conversation i think it was important to um, I'm gonna also put uh you guys have been on here before, but I'm gonna also put all of Maddie and Jumonte information on the episode notes so you can know where to find us and find them. Also, uh don't forget to follow the page. It's on Instagram, is at is just my thoughts underscore podcast on Twitter is at IJ, ijmt podcast, and my email is uh Ijmt podcast at gmail.com. I thank you guys so much for listening. Like always, it's Mika here. I appreciate you.